Hello, beautiful friend. Welcome back to another episode of The Whole Voice. I'm Allie Tyler, and this show is designed to bring a little more consciousness, courage, and creativity into your everyday life so that you can express your whole voice. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am really excited to be sharing just a little bit about my own personal journey and how I'm continuing to explore and express my whole voice. So if we haven't met one another, hey, so nice to meet you. I'm Allie. I'm a vocalist. I'm a voice coach. I'm a singer-songwriter, mindfulness teacher, and business marketing consultant for voice teachers here in the most beautiful state of Colorado. I love living here in the mountains. I can literally see the mountains and this gorgeous bluebird sky, very typical Colorado day. I am so fortunate to live here, and it has been quite the journey to get here. let me tell you. You know, the whole voice is really a reflection of all of the lessons that I've been learning as both a human and a teacher. So I have been teaching music for the last 11 years. I've had probably around six or 700 students by this point. I've taught all of them how to sing, and I was a major performer in Southern California for a really long time. It is actually where I grew up. So I got my master's degree at USC, and I was doing all of the things, performing at major venues alongside Andrea Bocelli and at the Hollywood Bowl. And I was a choral singer and an opera singer and a concert soloist and a pop singer, a jazz artist, a musical theater performer. Trust me, I have done it all. And I truly thought that that was what I was going to do for the rest of my life, just be a performer. But a couple of years ago, in 2018, I made the decision to pause my performing career and focus on teaching and writing and creating. And here's why. Growing up, my parents were music teachers and musicians as well. So you can imagine that all four of us, we're all very musical in my family, would be in the same household together. My parents would be having piano students and trombone students and literally like 40 to 50 students at our house every week while I would be babysitting my brother just in the room right next door. So I've been subliminally listening to music and learning music and I started reading music at the age of five. It's just one of those things that has just been in my blood forever. And as I was in high school, I was really the singer. Everybody thought of me as the singer. I was constantly performing. I ended up, of course, going to college and studying music. And I got to tell you, never in my life did I think that I was going to be anything else but a singer. I mean, that was just part of who I was. So in college, I immersed myself in the classical scene. It's kind of what you do when you study voice. You really just end up studying classical music. And The entire time that I was there, I felt ever so slightly disconnected from who I truly was. Like, I knew that I loved classical music, I knew that I loved singing, I knew that I loved music, but I wasn't sure what that meant and I wasn't sure how that aligned with who I really was. So, of course, I was too young at that time in my 20s to really explore those answers, and I thought that all of the answers were outside of me. I thought that other people and other experiences were going to help clarify those things for me. And they did to some degree, but I definitely was chasing the wrong things for a really long time. So after I went to college, I took a year off, and then I went back to grad school to get my master's in vocal arts at USC, 
And this is where everything started defining my life because within the first couple of months of me starting my graduate program, I was diagnosed with a really severe vocal injury called vocal nodules. Now, vocal nodules is not normally severe, but for whatever reason, this just lasted for a really long time. I truly could not use my voice. I couldn't sing very well. I had a really hard time talking for six months. If you can imagine that just for a second, for six months, not being able to use your voice when it is the only thing that has served your identity. (laughs) I truly identified with my voice. And so it was very traumatic. It was an experience that was extremely needed, extremely emotional, and really taught me the power of tuning inward. So during that time in my graduate program, I wasn't able to perform. I couldn't perform in any of my classes. I couldn't do any of the operas or the shows that they were doing at my school. I really couldn't participate in my program. And rather than quitting the program or feeling sorry for myself, I took that as a sign that perhaps this was an opportunity to explore other things. I knew that my passion was singing, but I didn't really know what that meant, and I knew it didn't mean what my mentors and everybody else in my program and everywhere in my network defined it to be. So I just so happened to be going to a school that was very versatile. I'm really grateful for USC because I was able to enroll in a few other classes that were not really a part of my personal program in opera, but they let me get away with anyway because I kind of begged them to. (laughs) I enrolled in music business classes. I started taking songwriting lessons with Melissa Manchester, and I ended up completing my graduate degree with a dual emphasis in both songwriting, pop style, and classical music. Now, of course, I learned so much from that experience, but one of the biggest takeaways that I had was the importance of following my curiosities rather than trying to find my passion. I mean, if you think about curiosities, they are light. They're these little twinkles or little spurts of, ooh, doesn't that sound interesting? And these can become these breadcrumbs that lead you on a path to where you are today. Well, that's exactly what happened to me. And so as I was following my curiosities and I was trying to figure out kind of what singing and what music meant in my life, I ended up making kind of a pretty drastic decision, which was to quit everything, sell everything, and move into a camper van with my boyfriend. (laughs) It was amazing. It truly was one of those experiences that you think about doing in your life and you're like, oh yeah, 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 one day, one day that'd be so cool. Let me tell you, we were not about to live in this whole one day life. We were going to do it. And so my boyfriend at the time, my now husband, whose name is Tyler and I, we moved into our camper van and we traveled around the country, the United States, For nine months, we visited 29 states, 20 national parks, and it was insanely life-changing. What ended up happening during that time, if you can even imagine this, is I would pull out my phone, I would open that calendar app, I would scroll through it, and I would see nothing, nothing was on my calendar. I had no obligations. I didn't have a home, so I didn't know anybody. I wasn't affiliated with anything. I didn't have a job. I had literally zero things going on in my life indefinitely because we didn't know where we were going to live or what our life was going to look like. If you ever have an opportunity to experience something like that, 
Oh my gosh, I cannot advocate it enough. It is so clarifying. I mean, think about it. If we are constantly distracted and obligated by all of the things that are going on in our external world, our reality, then we often don't have a chance to come back inward and ask ourselves those hard questions about who am I and what am I doing here and what does it mean to live a good and aligned life? During that time, those are the questions that I kept asking myself. And over those nine months, I started getting really into mindfulness, really into spirituality and personal development and just how to live present how to be here, how to enjoy life, how to find the abundance of life, how to attract things into my life, and most importantly, how to define what alignment looked like for me. So after nine months of living in BLM land and national forests and, oh my gosh, the most jaw-dropping, beautiful nature places you've ever seen, my husband and I crash-landed here in Colorado and we started our life again. So what that meant for me was I really dove into marketing and branding. I wanted to take a little bit of a break from performing and start helping musicians with building up their brands and their music studios, things that I knew how to do from my own experience as a music teacher. I ended up starting a company called The Marketed Musician, and we lasted for about a year and a half where we had digital programs and blogs and videos and you name it, all kinds of trainings and resources for musicians until eventually my co-partner and I split ways and I decided to go on my own to pursue what is now known as the whole voice. Now the whole voice has taken a lot of iterations. You are watching and listening to the whole voice show, but the whole voice actually started and still very much is my private voice studio. This is really where I started teaching adults how to sing as a self-care practice, which was a little bit different than how I was teaching in California because out there, everything was about competing and auditioning and performing, and it just had this different mindset and lifestyle to it. Out here in Colorado, I started attracting in these students who genuinely wanted to sing for their soul and their own joy and their own creativity, and I thought, whoa, that's cool. I can get into that. Wait. How do I do that as both a voice teacher and as a vocalist and as a writer and as a songwriter? I mean, all of these things were just coming up all around this sort of essence of alignment, how to sing and live in alignment. So I started teaching a little off the cuff in terms of our standard voice lessons, where rather than just focusing on warm-ups or a song, I started integrating things like mindfulness and meditation and breath work and inner voice exercises with my student clients. I now teach group workshops and masterclasses and speaking engagements all on this topic on how to connect both your inner voice and your outer voice, because I truly believe that when you express your whole voice, you live in your most aligned and fulfilled state. It is such an incredible experience to continue teaching private student clients, to watch them have these aha moments over and over again. It is, it's just the greatest job in the whole world. And now I am so, so excited to be bringing you this show. This is a show that has been in my heart for so 
many years. And here we are with the Whole Voice podcast and show where you are now going to experience this journey with us. This show is both our learning experience because the best teachers teach what they learn. And this is not about me preaching lessons at you by any means. This is truly meant to be an experience that we both share as humans. So now I would love to hear from you and get to know a little bit about your story. So let me know, what are two or three fun facts about you that have gotten you where you are today? Let me know so that I can get to know you and I can support you in your journey of expressing your whole voice. And as always, be sure to like and subscribe and share this episode with a friend who may resonate with it. You can always find me over at The Whole Voice. I'm mostly on Instagram and I really hope that you will come connect with me because I can't wait to get to know you. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you in the next episode.